0: Welcome to a new episode of Like Hearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting
1: about what it means to grow. How are you growing this week? Well, first of all, I would like to point out that we're finally in the same state. That's true. Same time zone. It's really great. So we've spent some time in person together, which has been really great for my growth and just my heart. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly...
0: Maybe the best part of the trip outside of getting to spend time together is that we were walking through the Charleston Farmer's Market, and there was this lady that was selling these really cool prints there. And Bracey pulled me over to the side to look at one of them, and she was like, this is like And it said, if we can't see eye to
1: eye, let's try heart to heart, which so is cute. so perfect. I love it. <laughs> we'll post it on Instagram so everybody else can enjoy. Absolutely. Um, Other than that, I would say that one of the things I've been working on recently is I've been doing a fair amount of traveling the last two weeks, and Mm -hmm. my therapist, coach, counselor, person, Debbie – shout out to Debbie, she's the greatest – encouraged me to focus on energy management while Mm -hmm. I was traveling and just, like, not letting other people's vibes – impact my vibe you know um because being around a lot of people is hard for me to begin with like socially but also just like energetically it's tough so i feel like i did a pretty good job especially the first weekend i was traveling second weekend was a little bit harder to maintain just like sleep schedule is uh different but um Mm -hmm. i'm like pretty pleased with my progress i think so yeah yeah that's amazing what about you So we've been traveling as well the
0: last couple weeks, and I've had some stressful car stuff that happened like the day before I uh, was getting on a plane. And so trying to not let my stress and anxiety get swept up in that while I have other things that are more important that I need to focus on. And so I've been really concentrated on that um, and focusing on self-care. I'm going to get a massage tomorrow. Oh, fancy. sitting on an airplane and in a car and sleeping on an air mattress, I was like, you know what? It's time. I think I deserve a massage. (laughs) I think
1: you absolutely deserve a massage. You planned the greatest bachelorette of all time. Thank you so much. So
0: that's been fun. Nice. So if you can believe it, we can't. This is our 30th episode, which means this podcast is officially 30, flirty, and thriving. And... We wanted to do an episode on podcasting. We want to be real meta so meta podcast about podcasting mm-hmm
1: I mean thirty episodes feels like a lot to me maybe that's not for people who don't actually you know work actively work on the podcast but it feels like we've just we just started and it's already been thirty mm-hmm. it's crazy. yeah I, I feel that
0: same way. I can't believe it. Even when we would do like 10 episodes, it was like, wow, we've already done 10 episodes. And now we're triple.
1: Here we are. Well, what do you think the hardest thing has been about doing the podcast?
0: I think the first thing that popped into my head was having to listen to my own voice, which
1: I which feel like every
0: person on the planet can relate to.
1: Is absolutely true, except for you have a really nice voice. So I love listening to your voice.
0: I'm so glad, but it sounds so weird. It just is like, oh, is that really what I sound like? Like, I don't hear myself in the same way that it sounds, yeah. which I think is true for everybody.
1: Yeah, it's um, uncomfortable for sure.
0: So that one's kind of weird. And also learning how many times I say the words interesting and totally is just astronomical.
1: I mean, I also say like and um and a couple others. Fantastic. Pretty, yeah. Uh, I feel like I say – well, I can't think of anything right now. I feel like that I say a lot of those filler words a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we also start – both of us start our sentences with I think all the time. Yeah, we
0: do. I also <laughs> – now I can't – I'm like <laughs> trying to not say it. I was just about to be like, I feel like blah, blah, blah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yep.
0: So, yeah, noticing our speech patterns
1: <laughs> is <laughs> –
0: It's also really fascinating,
1: one of the words I use a lot, that I can almost tell you when, like, when I'm looking at editing our our podcast, like, the visuals of our voice, I can almost always tell when you're about to say like or and. Because of, like, the way that your speech pattern is. Like, I can see it visually happen. (gasps) No way. That's pretty cool. Also... It's really interesting to hear different people's speech patterns because, like, Anna tends to take pretty long pauses before she starts a thought. And then Taylor, like, when we were editing some of his stuff, he – which this was maybe just a product of the fact that this was the guy's first time on the podcast, but I feel like it took him a second to, like, gather his thoughts first before Mm -hmm. he started talking. So he might, like, repeat himself twice and then – uh, get the sentence out. So it's just really interesting to see like different people really have t- terribly different speech patterns. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I would say that's true for him in general. If he's talking about something that he isn't sure.
1: Like he really wants to get right. say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's something, yeah, he feels like is important. He takes a little bit.
1: Which is good. It's just intentional. It's great. Also, fun fact about the podcast is how often we have, like, random things pop up while we're recording. Like, Anna just had to answer a really quick question about ties and we had to pause. <laughs> That's
0: true, which is something that my mom, like, and maybe other people, too, that listen to the podcast, like, don't really think about, think about I guess. Yeah. It's like, oh, we can take pauses, like, and we do frequently. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a seamless okay, talk beautifully for 30 straight minutes, no mess ups or whatever. That's definitely not what happens Yeah,
1: absolutely not. Cut a lot of stuff. Yeah, we do. And sometimes we lose our train of thought and we're like, wait a second, I want to say that again because it didn't come out right the first time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or if we stutter, sometimes I stutter and I have to cut that out. Yeah, there's just a lot of like random stuff we take out. But here's the other thing is now when I'm listening to podcasts, because For those of you who don't know, I do the editing typically on our podcasts. And now when I'm listening to podcasts, I pay attention to the like, not intentionally, I don't actually want to pay attention, but I like hear the (laughs) way it was edited. And sometimes if a, a podcast is poorly edited, I can't listen to it. It like drives me crazy.
0: That makes sense though. You yeah. are like fully like enveloped into the editing world now and so
1: I'm like well, there's background like static here. What why did why right. did we do this? We can get rid of it. Why didn't you remove that? Yeah. <laughs> what
0: are you guys doing? That's really funny. We also always have to cut out at least probably the first 30 minutes when we were just chatting about
1: every single live time. Stuff. We just have to catch up yeah. before we can, you know, get on with the show. Exactly. Okay. Back to the original question. <laughs>
0: Other hard things, um, being vulnerable in some of our more serious topics. Mm-hmm. I think we've definitely both felt some big nerves before and during and after some of our recordings.
1: 100%. I feel like there are a lot of times when I feel really nervous about the way I said things after we finish. And then I listen mm-hmm. to the recording and I'm like, oh, that actually sounded better than I thought it did. So like, mm-hmm. listening to it the second time kind of takes my nerves away a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think in relation to that, my other hard thing is that not letting myself getting swept up in like insecurity. It's about how I sound or how I said something or if it's going to be received poorly or in a way that I didn't really mean it or whatever. I get um, anxious and stuff sometimes about those things.
1: Yeah. I would say that that was definitely on my list. I think it's hard when you're Talking about a topic that you know, especially somebody else in your life might have different experiences with or like takes on or situations where other people's feelings might be involved. That's like when I definitely want to make sure I'm saying it in a way that's like, I'm not out to get anybody. This this is just how I feel. It's just my opinion. Right. Um, it's sometimes hard to like walk that line of like saying what I actually feel and not hurting anybody's feelings. Yeah. Totally. Are there any other things that
0: have been hard for you in this
1: podcasting journey? Honestly, like the editing part has been challenging. It's been a good kind of challenge, I think, but it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I think coming from like a pretty technical background, I was like, oh, this will be fine. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot more labor intensive than I think most people would realize. So it takes me like a couple of hours to edit each podcast typically, even though we most of the time are between 30 minutes and an hour for actual recording time. Yeah. Um, and we have audio issues at the beginning of almost every single call, which I think many, you know, you'd think that we would get it down, but I swear technology is just so hard sometimes, especially with microphones. Like we really have to work at the beginning to make sure all of our sound is like pretty decent so that we can go into the recording with the fewest edits we need to make on that front to begin with. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: And the thing that is so frustrating about the sound is that we do the same setup, like every Every single
1: time. And it sounds different every single time.
0: Yeah. It's a little bit different this time because I am in a different room.
1: Physical location. Yeah.
0: Where I I normally record, but still.
1: Do we want to tell everybody Uh a little bit about like the process of how to get from no podcast to like a finished episode?
0: We totally should. Okay. All right. What do you think step one is?
1: Well, I mean, I was thinking us like brainstorming topics.
0: Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, we have to, I feel like we meet what, like maybe once a month or something like that and talk about what our next like four to five episodes should be. Or at least have some ideas.
1: Yeah, we have a running list of things we would like to talk about. I think once you kind of start thinking it this way, it's easy to like experience something in real life and be like, hey, we should talk about this on the podcast. It would be really fun to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. So we have a running list, and then, yeah, once about once a month, we decide what our next few podcasts are going to be. And then we typically write an outline, which Anna mostly handles. And we each mostly take notes? Honestly. To some extent. It depends on, for me, it depends on the episode, whether I take notes or not. Okay. I would say that for some of the topics that I have really strong thoughts and like want to make sure I get everything included, then I definitely take notes. But like today, I had a rough idea of what I wanted to say. So I just took like the 10 minutes before we started to record to prepare myself. Yeah.
0: I definitely always take notes, but there are definitely some that I feel pretty comfortable about what I'm going to say. So it's mostly just like a little bullet point situation. It's not a lot of stuff just to make sure that my brain doesn't stop working.
1: Yeah. In the the middle of recording. You want to make sure you get all your important points across.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then we pick a time and a day that works for both of us. Sometimes we have to pick a backup day because the universe sound gods are not interested in <laughs> listening to us that day or sometimes things come up or we're not feeling it, which is interesting that and has been great, but we, I think, I don't know how many episodes we had to record first before we maybe both got comfortable being like, Hey, I'm just not there today, I'm just yeah. not in the headspace, um, which I think, at least for me, has been like really freeing.
1: Absolutely, I'm so grateful that we're both comfortable with each other, comfortable enough with each other to say, I'm just like not in the mood or like the yeah, the brain space to do this. Like, if I if I tried to record a podcast right now, it wouldn't be good, so like, let's mm-hmm. just not, or I'm stressed out and like I have other things I need to get done, can we push this? And we're both really comfortable asking for that, which I think is. A takeaway for anybody in any partnership, like, ask for what you need. Mm-hmm. And honestly, nine times out of ten, when one of us
0: asked to push it because we're not feeling it that day, the other one is like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you said that because yeah. I'm not seriously either. Like, we're usually aligned.
1: It's crazy. And yeah. I know that the product is just better. Like, it would have not been nearly as good if we had tried to, like, force it in the moment, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yes. Yeah, so... We schedule a time, Anna sends a Gmail invitation, which I really appreciate <laughs> because I've got to keep, keep myself straight. And then the day of, we do some preparation before, I think individually and then collectively. We always mm-hmm. test our sound and we use CleanFeed to record, which is like a software for making sure the audio from both of our ends uh, records properly since we're not in the same physical location. And we say things as many times as we need to until we say <laughs> it right. Sometimes it takes <laughs> a few times. Yes, and then once it is
0: all recorded, Bracy edits it, and then she sends it to me, and I listen to it and send any additional edits or thoughts about it. And then and sweet baby Sub,
1: yeah, and then Sub is our QA guy, so he listens to the final version before it gets published. And then once those edits are made if any. I send the final version to Anna and she uploads it to a software that pushes it out to the platforms that you guys hear it on. Yeah. And then we sometimes figure out what we're going to post on Instagram. <laughs> we're so bad at Instagram. I'm not even mad about it. It's fine. Yeah. It's whatever. It's like not my jam really, but yeah. It's been really fun. Yeah. I also really appreciate that we've taken this stance of like we're not actually trying really hard to push and grow the platform, because that to me sounds very stressful. Like, I just, I like having these conversations. I'm happy that there are people that listen, but like, I'm not worried too much about, you know, trying to get more people to listen or whatever.
0: Yeah. I feel the same way. I think we would both be feeling really stressed and not having fun with it. if That was our main goal.
1: Yeah. It would suck the fun out of it for sure. If we were trying really hard to grow.
0: Yeah. Which... It's funny that you say it like that because the theme of this podcast is
1: literal growth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're just trying to grow like in other ways, not in our podcast numbers.
1: Yeah, not numbers growth.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: Okay, what has been your favorite thing about podcasting? I really like expressing opinions in this way. Like, I think that expressing myself in this way is very natural to me because... It's topics we love and, like, obviously choose. And Mm -hmm. there's thought that goes into it, so it's not like I'm having to form my opinions on the spot. And I really like our rapport. Like, I feel like you ask me questions that I might not necessarily have thought of. And Mm -hmm. just the whole, like, I guess, format of it is really nice for me. I also really, really like the conversations that it has sparked in my real life because I feel like so much of our listenership right now is people that we know and Mm -hmm. I feel like I have friends that text me after they listen to the podcast and they're like here's a thought that I had about what you said and I'm like great let's talk about it because like that's my favorite part to begin with that's why we're doing this so it's really great yeah I totally agree I think there
0: have been yeah several friends and some family members who will reach out and be like, "Oh, this is really interesting that you said this, and it'll for these conversations that I don't think I would have had otherwise,
1: yeah um, it's really fun for you to talk about things with people that you love that you wouldn't normally talk to them about these types of things, yeah, definitely also, one of my favorite things is one of the really nice compliments you gave me recently on one of the podcasts about how I think about things differently and it like Mm -hmm. it it sparks you to think about things differently. Like Mm -hmm. that is such a great compliment. And I feel like I've gotten that from other people that aren't just you. And I'm like, this is all I can ask for out of a podcast really. Yeah. It's filling your cup up big time. It is. That's awesome. What about
0: you? I think one that we talked about last week is like this podcast makes me stay focused on growth, which I love that that is a result of it. I think us just having fun conversations about things that, maybe I think about from time to time, but I don't necessarily have full on deep conversations with people about, and also us like learning from each other. I feel like sometimes too, we like process things like in the conversation, like as we're both sharing maybe a different opinion. Um, And that's been really fun. Or when people reach out and they have a different thought on something we've talked about is really cool. And obviously I love when we interview people because it's just interesting to learn about what other people are like more of an expert on than I am or have more information about something is really cool. And it's nice to give other people the space to share their thoughts and feelings on a, maybe a bigger, a slightly larger uh, larger scale, scale, larger format than Mm -hmm. uh, they're used to, or just giving somebody a new experience that they maybe would have never had the opportunity to have before. So yeah, I love that.
1: It's all true. Okay. Well, how would you say that the podcast about growth has helped you grow? (laughs) (laughs) That's a really great question. Well, outside
0: of like learning about topics, either from us like researching about them to be a little more informed before we talk about it, or from you and our conversations, or from the people that we've been able to interview, I feel like it's helped me form more like full thoughts and feelings and opinions on topics that. I just don't think about in as deep of a way because if it's not something that I'm forced to talk about, then maybe I'm not thinking about it that much or topics that I've been interested in learning more about, but just haven't taken the time to do it.
1: Yeah, that's Um, fair. It's funny because sometimes I feel like I get so excited about certain things and like, they're definitely things that a a lot of other people haven't thought about. And when I was looking through our podcast master doc I was thinking about how many of the topic ideas are like things I'm interested in I was like you know mm-hmm. I should really ask Anna if there's like anything that is in her wheelhouse that we should talk about because sometimes I feel like it's just like the Bracy show <laughs> well I love that <laughs> I would love it if you just got to talk and I just listened <laughs> well here's the thing in that same vein I was talking to Seb about this and human design wise, it makes a lot of sense that it would kind of be like this, because as a projector, you're, you're here to guide people. And I kind mm-hmm. of feel like that's how our and I'm here to respond as a generator. And I mm-hmm. kind of feel like that's how our conversations go. Like you're a good leader of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you lead, I have responses that I'm like, Oh, let me talk about this or that or, you know, there's a lot more than what I anticipated coming out of my mouth. Yeah. I mean,
0: human design has never led us astray. It's always right. (laughs) So I believe that. I think, too, some of our episodes have definitely impacted me, like, longer term. Like, our episode about money or our body image or the episode that we did with Laura Jasmine where she talked about sustainable living. Mm -hmm. Like, there are a handful of ones that have not left me. Because some of them I definitely, you know, some of our lighter ones, it's like, oh, I'll, we'll record it and then it's fun and I don't really give it much thought anymore. But there's some Mm -hmm. that really stick with me um, and kind of inform the way that I want to grow going forward. So that's been huge.
1: That's amazing. Um, So great. Yeah. And
0: the other one I was thinking about was it helping me be more vulnerable about the things that I feel and the things that I think and all of that. And even though me talking about this stuff only to you, even though technically other people are listening, is kind of an avoidant strategy to share
1: my <laughs> thoughts and feelings, I'm into it. so I don't think it's avoidant. I think you're practicing. I think it's a version of practice to like mm-hmm. actually start having the conversation so that when you get in a situation where there are other people – then you feel more comfortable expressing those same thoughts. I fully believe that saying something for the first time takes a lot of power out of whatever you're saying. Yeah. Well, I like that version better than
0: <laughs> the avoidant part, so I'm going to go with that one. Okay, See, so look, here, here's another example of Bracey thinking about something differently than I do, and it's helping me
1: I mean, have just, a different lens. Just like that quote we quoted earlier, we might not always mm-hmm. see exactly eye to eye, but heart to heart. We can see heart to heart. Love it. <laughs> All right, what about you? What are some ways
0: that you feel like it's helped you grow?
1: Okay. So I totally agree with you about certain conversations impacting you in the long term. Yeah, and I hundred I percent feel like when we have guests on, that's like a great example of, you know, people introduced uh that think about things and have a kind of zone of genius that's a lot different than mine, so that's been really great. Mm-hmm. Um I would also say that having these types of conversations about things that do fill my cup up, but are different than the conversations that I have in most of my real life, everyday situation, that just makes me so happy that I have a place for those conversations, because otherwise, I'm not sure that I would talk about them nearly as much. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And honestly, I think the most important way that this has helped me grow is, I think you said for you that, you know, having the kind of check in every time we talk about how are we growing is good for your accountability. I almost think it's like the reverse for me because it's not the accountability necessarily that I need. It's like the remembering that I have grown. It's like, I need a reminder mm-hmm. that I'm, I am I am growing. I just don't always see it that way. And sometimes that is really healthy for me to remember, like you're actually doing yeah. a lot of good work for yourself and you should give yourself credit for that. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, and I, I love that we have a question at the beginning of every week that gives us each something different.
1: Yeah, that's true. Even though it's the same question. Mm-hmm. Crazy how that works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that I wanted to say specific to growth and podcasting is that I'm just so dang thankful that people take time to listen to us talk. (laughs) It's been such a treat to just have people, especially people we know and love, listen and take time and engage us also after we, you know, release a podcast about things that are important to them. That's been such a treat for me. I think. So thank you all for listening. Yeah, I second that. And I think we've both
0: gotten some feedback from a few friends that have reached out to say like, oh, I love listening to y'all. I feel like I'm there with you. And I'm just listening to my friends have a conversation, even if they're not able to like participate in the same way they would if we were in person
1: with them. But it's just it's so nice to hear. And yeah, Yeah. so I can really ask that you enjoy our chat together. And Mm-hmm. We hope you know that you are here with friends. Absolutely. All right. Well, if you guys have any recommendations or like topics that you might want us to cover or things that you want us to argue about, you just let us know. <laughs> you can email us at likeheartedpodcast at com
0: And follow along on Instagram at lightheartedpod. Talk to you in two weeks.
1: See ya.